I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning. Welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball when you download. That link is in our episode description. It is Friday, August 12th, and we've had a pretty solid week this week. We are 7 and 3 this week after a 1 and 1 day yesterday. The Rockies versus Cardinals overhit once again in the later innings. It was a sweat at the beginning, but you can never doubt a Coors over. And on the other side, we lost on the Field of Dreams game. We took the over. We were following past trends. And unfortunately, both both offenses didn't really show up, even though the Cubs put up three in the first inning. Let's talk today. I have three MLB best bets, two prize picks, three picks that I really do love. And I'll be fading something that has been working for us in the past, along with our king, Cal Quantrill. Just a recap of how we're doing on the season so far. We are 162 and 135, winning at a 54% rate. We are now plus 28.59 units. I have three picks for you today. Let's get to 30 units. Let's start with the Guardians versus the Toronto Blue Jays, which is at 7.07 p.m. Eastern. It's Cal Quantrill, righty for the Guardians, who's got a 3.88 ERA and a 1.28 whip, taking on Jose Barrios, a righty for the Blue Jays, who's got a 5.19 ERA and a 1.35 whip. I missed you, Cal. It's been only five days, but I miss him. Sue me. I'll be targeting the first five innings in this one so I can isolate the King against the Blue Jays. Opposing Cal Quantrill will be the Jose Barrios, who's one of the most inconsistent pitchers in Major League Baseball. It's difficult to predict his performance, but he's been much better pitching in Canada than pitching in the United States. He's enjoyed a very solid July, and things look like they were turning around. He then decided it was too good to be true, and was blown up by the Twins in his first start in August. What will we get from Jose Barrios today? It's hard to tell. I'll be real with you. What do we know? What we do know is the Guardians specialize against right-handed pitchers who rely on a curveball or a slider. Mostly a slider, though. Brios' breaking ball is labeled as a curveball, but it's more of a slurve that's in between those two pitches. Most teams struggle against these types of pitchers as they often strike out more than usual, but the Guardians don't strike out, and they use this to their advantage. The Guardians already use this to their advantage against him this season. They put up six earned runs and four and two-thirds innings in Cleveland. Again, that was in Cleveland, so it's challenging to predict what kind of performance we'll see from Barrios today because he has such severe home road splits. He's much better at home, much worse on the road. Cal Quantrill has his troubles on the road. His 4.96 ERA on the road is certainly concerning, but his advanced numbers against the Blue Jays' current roster are very solid. It's a smaller sample of just 41 plate appearances, but a 158 opponent batting average, a 238x Woba, and a 284x Slug are fantastic. Whit Merrifield takes up 18 of those plate appearances, and he only has one hit to show for it. Quantrill hasn't faced the Blue Jays yet this season, but they won't know what hit them. I'll be riding the Guardians through the first five innings on the money line in case of a push. Fade at your own peril. The pick, Guardians first five money line, plus 145. It is one unit to win 1.45 units. Arizona Diamondbacks versus the Colorado Rockies at 8.40 p.m. Eastern is our second game. We have Zach Davies, who's a righty for the Diamondbacks, who's got a 4.03 ERA and a 1.22 whip, taking on Antonio Sensatella, a righty for the Rockies, who's got a 4.68 ERA and a 1.68 whip. We have been very successful with Coors, Coors Field's over, 
overs lately, but now feels like the day that that trend reverses. Zach Davies for Arizona tends to pitch well against the Rockies, and Antonio Sensatella weirdly delivers solid outings at Coors Field. While the wind has been blowing out lately, it's blowing in slightly today. It's actually blowing in from right field more side to side, but it's trending towards blowing in. This is always a dangerous bet, but the total is a bit too high for what these pitchers should deliver. Zach Davies defies the laws of physics. He had alarming peripherals, but continues to defy them, and they have started to normalize as he's lowered his hard hit rate by a drastic amount. He now ranks in the 92nd percentile in hard hit rate and the 90th percentile in average exit velocity. He's done a fantastic job of keeping the ball on the ground. While his pitch, miss, pitch mix doesn't exactly fit that well in cores, he should deceive Rockies hitters similarly to how Dakota Hudson did through five innings a couple days ago. He's been fantastic against the Rockies, throwing 11 innings without allowing a run. Both of those starts were at home, so the trend of shutouts should stop today. With all that said, he shouldn't give up much, but he should get hit a little bit. Through 138 plate appearances against the Rockies' current roster, he's rocking a 190 opponent batting average, a 352 x Woba, and a 463 expected slugging. The quality of contact against Davies is not bad, but the average exit velocity of 86 miles an hour shows why he defies physics. Facing off against Davies is Antonio Sensatella, who, for some reason, loves pitching at Coors Field. Dating back to 2020, he had an ERA in the mid-threes at Coors Field and often gets blown up away from altitude. He faced the Diamondbacks twice this season, throwing nine innings and allowing five earned runs. The top of the lineup for Arizona has demolished him, so we could see him struggle in the early goings. The Diamondbacks haven't been striking out against righties which somewhat falls into Sensatella's plan. He'll make you put the ball in play, and with Arizona's 15th-ranked ISO since the All-Star break, I don't think it'll be for that much power. The Rockies have a very bad bullpen, but at least most of their better arms will be ready for t- today's matchup. Arizona is in the same boat. They're a better bullpen, but a lot of their better arms will be available today. The line opened at 12.5, and, and I took that under this morning, and now, as this podcast and article are being published, the line has moved down to 12. I'll still take it at 12. I'll ride it with you. But the extra 12.5 is making me feel very good. The pick, Diamondbacks versus Rockies under 12.5 at minus 115. It's 1.15 units to win one unit. If you get it at 12, just so you know, I would take it at 12. I think this game ends around 9 to 10 runs. Milwaukee Brewers versus St. Louis Cardinals at 8.15 p.m. Eastern. That's the third game on our slate. It's Eric Lauer, a lefty for the Brewers, who's got a 3.59 ERA and a 1.22 whip, taking on Jordan Montgomery, lefty for the Cardinals, who's got a 3.53 ERA and a 1.08 whip. We're going to head to St. Louis for the first game of a three-game set. We have two strong left-handed pitchers on the bump with an interesting trend that makes me lean towards a pitcher's duel in this one. The line opened at 8 and has since moved down to 7.5 for the full game while everyone is piling on the over. That's the first sign of a trap, but it makes a lot of sense why this game would go under. Jordan Montgomery will get the ball for the Cardinals, who's had a fantastic first start for his new team against his old Yankee teammates. He threw five shutout innings and now he'll face a familiar foe for the Cardinals, but not familiar with him. He has faced a few hitters on the current roster over the years, but the Brewers as a team haven't seen him this season. Since the All-Star break, the Brewers ranked 20th in WRC+, with a 201, 305, 312 slash line with the 25th ranked ISO in that span. They don't hit the ball out of the ballpark against lefties, so if they score, they'll have to manufacture plenty of hits. The Cardinals are the best team in baseball and defense, so they'll really have to shoot balls into the gaps with authority to do so. 
Montgomery's in the upper quarter of baseball and hard hit rate and the 65th percentile on average exit velocity. All these factors tell me that Jordan Montgomery should provide a very solid start today. Opposing Montgomery will be Eric Lauer, who will face one of the best offenses in baseball against left-handed pitching. The only problem for them is they are coming off a series in Coors Field, and the altitude effect usually affects the offenses early in games without a day to adjust. Lauer has not pitched very well against the Cardinals this season, allowing 7 earned runs and 11 innings against them. But interestingly enough, Lauer has some very solid advanced numbers against them. In 82 plate appearances against the Cardinals' current roster, he's rocking a 257 opponent batting average, a 322x Woba, and a 375 expected slugging. The average exit velocity is also down 90 miles an hour. The Cardinals are the number one offense since the also breaking against left-handed pitching. I'm discounting this due to the Coors effect without an off day. It's one of those systems that tends to work more often than not. Very similar to our Sunday night baseball system, where nobody really expected the Padres to struggle against a guy like Alex Wood, but guess what? They got blanked. Similar here, folks. I think the Cardinals' bats come out slow out of the gate, and Jordan Montgomery makes quick work of the Brewers' bats. Combine this with an off day for the Brewers' bullpen and enough high-quality arms in the Cardinals' bullpen, we are riding this under. Brewers versus Cardinals, under 7.5 at minus 110, 1.1 units to win one unit. Let's get into my prize pick selections of the day because those will take place in the Astros versus A's game and the Giants versus the Pirates game. So I'm going to target a hitter in the Astros and a pitcher for the Giants. Remember, if you want to play along with us, I will be using these picks in our Twitter prize pick space at around 5 p.m. Eastern. The link to my Twitter is linked below, as well as use our code JustBaseball when you download prize picks in order to get a full deposit match. Whatever you put in, they will match it up to $100. It is a no-brainer to get some free money here. Okay. I like Kyle Tucker over one and a half hits and walks. He's going to face off against Adam Aller today, who is just due for aggression. I mean, look at his advanced numbers. They're just terrible. He walks the world. He doesn't strike out anybody. And he relies on softer contact when he shouldn't be allowing softer contact. Kyle Tucker is a guy who will most likely hit third in this lineup today. I think Adam Aller will try and pitch around him, considering that Kyle Tucker is two for two off him in his career. But the walks is something that I am noticing as well. So that's why I like his over one and a half hits and walks on prize picks. If we are looking at another matchup on the pitching side, Carlos Rodon has a very high fantasy score. It's at 44 and a half. Just for reference, Drew Smiley yesterday shut down the Reds, got the win, got the quality start, and had 48 fantasy points. Carlos Rodon will face mostly with all due respect to Pirates fans, a triple-A lineup with the Pirates. The Pirates have not hit lefties very well, and Carlos Rodon has a 1.76 ERA at home. We could see the best start of his season so far because maybe the best start of his season was already against these Pirates. He threw eight innings, two hits, eight strikeouts, shut them the hell down. I'm taking his over fantasy score, over a strikeout prop or anything like that because I think he gets the win. I think he gets the quality start and I think he strikes out enough to go over 44 and a half on the fantasy score. And with that, it is not gambling advice.